Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah, I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they're on the right side of it tonight, right? If they were on the other side of this game, I would stop watching them for the rest of the season. That was so we so Tuesday was it today's today's what Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Yeah. Tuesday's game was gross, but I mean, Tuesday's game was gross, but I think it was also shocking. That, yeah, that I, they just seemed like they got really outplayed by. A heat team that didn't have Jimmy Butler and I don't know, right. they just they got outplayed by I don't know why I say a better team, but a team that's just as good as them, I I would say. Yeah. I mean we you you know you said it the other day that they the Heat were the better team in the bubble right now, but the Nets were coming off a back to back, which the Celtics should win that every single time. Then I don't care about this no travel or whatever. You know guys get tired off back-to-backs. And then on top of that, they had just played the Bucks and obviously played their asses off because they upset them. But this is <clears> – I can't – watching the entire game, it's just like, wow. I mean, I just – how do you stay focused on this the entire time? There's only two things that really – that we can kind of take out of this game for the Celtics, I would say, right? Just Romeo and Time Lord, right, where they kind of stand in all this. Yeah, I I guess I have two parts to it. I'd say one, I thought Romeo Langford looked good and Time Lord looked good at different parts of the game. I still don't think he's a really great defender. I know he's a good shot blocker, but I don't think he's a great solid. Like, he's not as solid as Tice is. No, um, he's not as good man-to-man. Yeah, and he's not good at guarding pick and rolls, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird because he's athletic. He just doesn't take the right angles. But anyway... I, but it makes me wonder, though, why aren't these guys playing in the other games? Why? I mean, it's hard to – I think they look great against the Nets, but, I mean, they're literally playing a JV basketball team. So Right. That, that entire team – pretty much that entire group 
spent time in the G League this year. There are a few exceptions. Yeah. It's pretty much Lavert, Jared Allen, Garrett Temple, Joe Harris, and there's somebody else that I'm missing that didn't log minutes in the G League this year. So that's what they, that's what they're supposed to do in that game, which is why everybody else's performance for the Celtics it doesn't really matter because you did what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to kick the tar out of them. But with with Time Lord, yeah, I mean. I, I'm more intrigued by what Romeo Langford did tonight because you talk about how Time Lord can't play. He isn't doing so great man-to-man and everything and off the pick and roll. And that's, I, I don't disagree with that. I think he's, he's better you know, coming off the weak side and blocking shots and being a threat and everything. But Romeo Langford, we saw him get a couple strips, make a couple good passes. Um, I mean, this is the kind of guy that we want we want Shemi Ojale to be. And I know it's against the Nets, but – Romeo's got to start somewhere, and I think he earned another opportunity next game to, to log serious minutes. I'm not saying six-man, but I, serious minutes. I, I agree with you. I think he's got to be the guy coming off – not the first guy. Obviously, if you have all your starters, it's going to be Marcus Smart. But I he, I think he's earned it. I mean, at this point, what is – even Semi OJ looked horrible in the few stretches he had tonight against the Nets. Like, I just think it's – I know you like him and stuff. I just – I think it's, it's over for him, I think. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I and I look, I like him because of what he what we think he can be, what he should be because of how much he works at his game and everything, but he's not scoring and he's not he's not defending. So if you're not doing I mean, if you're not doing either one of those things, then what the hell's the point? I, I think that they're even then I want to say, oh, that he could do certain things down the line, but he hasn't done him much, Matt. Romeo Langford pr- proved that he can at least do he can yes. at least defend tonight. And at least, you know, he can go and not, he's not going to go and create a ton of offense, but he's not just going to hang around the perimeter like Ojale did and then not hit shots and not be a legitimate option. And tonight, honestly, too, I'm watching Ojale and he took one three real deep. And when he took that, I don't know if you thought the same thing. I was like, he's starting to feel it now. He's seen what Romeo's doing and he's feeling like he's got to prove himself a little bit because he's done yeah. nothing. He. He hasn't done anything. And then, I don't know, I think obviously at the end of this eight-game end of regular season thing, I mean, the, the benches get – the rotations are tighter in the playoffs. So, I mean, I think obviously Brad's experimenting. But I just can't watch another game when they have like a lineup where it's like uh, – it's usually just like either Brown or Tatum. It's one of those two surrounded by like uh, Semi, Wanamaker, Smart. You know, like, I, I can't watch that. Like that – that lineup mm-hmm. is not going to work in the playoffs. I think the right at the end of the day, perfect scenario of Kemba's healthy. You always going to have either you're going to have Kemba, Tatum, Brown, and um, what did I miss? Who did I miss? And uh, Gordon. One of the yep. two of those guys always have to be on the court. Right. So that was actually the the lineup that I was scratching my head over tonight was Wanamaker, Time Lord, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and then Romeo Langford. And I know Langford ended up being plus 22 pretty much by the end of that. But that's that's essentially the same lineup we've seen, except he goes and puts Wanamaker out there with Grant Williams. We didn't – I don't think we – did we see him at all tonight? I didn't see him. I mean, I, I don't remember seeing him. Yeah. Fourth quarter, I, I kind of I wasn't really paying as much attention to the game. But I didn't – I'm well, telling you. There's, there's you didn't miss much, Matt. There's something there's – something, Six minutes. There's something up with him, I I think. I don't. I, he doesn't look like Tyson the other night. He's had a good rookie season. He just mm-hmm. he looks like he's never played basketball. I mean, at least last game, it was like wow. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was he, what's it? Tyler Hero made made him stumble. I don't even know if Tyler Hero made a move. It, just it was like not much like, of a move. Yeah. 
It was a very soft step back. It was scary. I mean, it's scary. I don't. I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's the bubble thing, but yeah, I would say I would say Langford has given given him himself a shot to be you know thought as in that to me like if you're gonna probably have an eight nine man rotation in the playoffs. So right, but what what we can't keep seeing is look the the whole. That's all good about Langford and Time Lord. I mean, maybe he deserves another chance, but I don't think it's necessarily in the same capacity. But we can't see those two, and then you put Brad Wanamaker out there, and then it's just, what was it, Jalen Brown, I said, is out there left to be the, the only guy. I mean, Marcus Smart is in your second-best offensive player out there. I, I You can't do that. I don't know why Brad continues to do that. It was more effective tonight, but it, that's something that when you look at who you're playing, that's not effective. I mean, it's, just, it's it's effective against them, but it's not going to be effective against the Heat or anybody else. And I don't get why he's so married to that idea. Yeah. Because it, it, it just it, – it, yeah, sure, maybe it'll be a decent defensive group because Wanamaker can switch because he's thick. And then, obviously, you have um, – and Langford, who, who's long and quick and everything. But – I mean, you're not. You can only lock down defense, the other team so much. It's, you're not dealing with you know, you know, Marcus Smart like Matumbo and, and all these elite defenders out there at once. It's just solid bench defenders. Yeah, that's but it. At the end of the day, but at the end of the day, if you want to, I mean, you want to go on runs and stuff. You can't go on runs if you can play defense, but at some point you mm-hmm. got to score. It's not like you're exactly. putting that lineup and be like, oh, we're not going to give up any points for the next five minutes. It. it Right. That's why I said I, I in his rotations, uh, you have to have one of those top four guys in the lineup. I've I've thought about, and if that's not what he wants to do, because of however they do the rotations, then like either Gordon, because I don't, I I can't see them not. Obviously, Kemba's going to start, and obviously Brown and Tatum going to start, and Gordon's his guy. I'm not trying to say Gordon deserves to come off the bench, but he needs to do something where. Like they have to be in the game. They can't leave mm-hmm. only one guy out there, and that's maybe it's being affected by. Kemba being hurt and they're just kind of like obviously playing guys in different minutes, but pl- come playoff time, the, I'm I'm telling you, if, if they go on stretches with with those kind of lineups, they are screwed. Yeah, that was one thing he did well. I felt like the majority of the season pre hiatus, he would take like he would take out like Tatum and Brown early, or or Tatum and Kemba early, some, something like that. He would take two of those guys out, and then he would bring in the subs relatively early, and that was kind of his way of combating um, not having any bench scoring. But now it seems it, it's just like you said, he's just doing something completely different. Where it's it's one of those guys out there with Marcus Smart, and yeah, he's a decent scoring option. And there are some nights where he looks as good as anybody out there when he catches fire, but on a consistent basis and then during a playoff stretch, you don't want to have him be one of those guys out there where you're relying on him to be your second source of offense. It's just yeah. not going to work. <laughs> and, and especially against, you know, I've been, I've been watching other teams play uh, during the hiatus. Uh, I mean, uh, during the bubble, thing, bubble. Uh, regular season stuff. Um, right now it would be slated if, you know, obviously we're talking future, but, if they if they have a three seed, Toronto's a two seed. That's a tough second round matchup. I I don't like that matchup at all. I'd rather play the Bucks. Um, so if you're the Celtics right now, yes, I don't want to play Toronto. I don't. And the funny thing is, and I'll admit it, I was one of the beginning of the season. That I didn't think Toronto's going to be that good, but but damn, they don't have they don't have a, they don't <laughs> have a superstar. Yeah, I, I believe it. I, I'll say when I was wrong. Well, I, I remember totally watching wrong. the ring ceremony. We were watching it as we're recording an episode, and you're like. Man, how did Kawhi win with this team? 
Yeah, because yeah, and but you and you wouldn't think like they would be as good as they are losing a guy like Kawhi, right? You would always right. you automatically think there's a drop off. I honestly think they're the best team in the East, and I I would not be surprised if they win in the East. They don't have a superstar, but they just it's what like you know we say the Celtics are are deep. No, they are deep. Like they have guys that can come off the bench and and legit score. The Celtics don't mm-hmm. have that. And right. I think that's a that's a very scary. Um, Second round matchup. Obviously, we'd have to get past the first round anyway. But I don't know. I was just thinking about the today. I'd rather play the Bucks because I don't think I think the Bucks are a little overrated. And like, yeah, you know, um, I think they've so. been exposed a little bit inside this bubble. Definitely. And then the Celtics are going to get them. That's the next game we're going to be talking about. The next game for the Celtics is um, on Friday at nine, and it's against the Raptors. So we're going to yep. get a real good feel where things are. Uh, for them, and I'm assuming we're going to see Kemba Walker back. Obviously, we don't expect him to play off the back-to-back, and Steven said that on Tuesday that he wasn't going to play. This, Yeah, you're right, Matt. They're a scary team, and when you talk about depth, yeah, the Celtics have you know four guys who can go out and score for you in the starting lineup, and Tice is a solid role player. In, in We've said it all season long. He is an ideal big off the bench, and then Marcus Smart's obviously a good guy to have off the bench, but you don't have that starting big that you can really trust. Cantor no, they, is. They, they have no. Like, they have no interior defense. It's, no interior I love defense. Tice, but there's no yeah. interior defense. Right. If he was your second guy, if he was your big off the bench, then I, and you had a guy who was you could trust more ahead of him, then that would change things drastically. But yeah, and, and you're going to go against a Bucks team that has Pascal and it has and it has Gasol. I, I just think that this is going to be the biggest test for them that we see. And we were talking about. Um, our pre our uh, preview or bubble preview episode, we were talking about how the Celtics have, uh, what was it? They were, I think the over wonder for wins for them in the, the bubble was five and a half. The Raptors was one of the games that we thought they would They're If they're going to lose a game, one of them will probably be against the Raptors. There's, I don't, I don't see how they win that game at all. With the way Raptors are playing. I, I, to be honest with you, I will, I, if, if I was picking, I'm going to pick the Celtics to win only because strictly because the Raptors haven't lost in the bubble and they're due okay. for a loss. Right? I just think they're due for a a below average game. I, that's just me. I'm saying in a okay. series, you right now I'm picking Toronto to win this series. I, I'm just saying on Friday, that'd be my pick mm-hmm. just because as a if you're a betting man, you're just going to bet that eventually they're going to cool off because they've been literally just manhandling teams. Right. So So, so going into this matchup, Aside from the fact that they're due to cool off, is there a particular? Is there anybody in particular that you're looking for and yes. how they're going to perform? Okay. Yes, Tatum and Brown, because I've been very obviously Tatum had a bad first game, but I've been very impressed. Like Jalen Brown, and that's your guy, has been very. I've been very impressed. Outstanding, Jalen Brown. Yes, outstanding. He's been very, very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm saying them because. What Toronto has that scares me is they have big perimeter defenders that can guard. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to see how easy it is for them to score in this game. Um, both guys, mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown. Um, I would say th- those two. I, I mean, I would say Kemba, but, you know, the minute restriction. I think he's played pretty well with his minute restrictions, like in the time he's played. And then – uh I would Smart say Martin Hayward are two big ones for me right now with this. Yeah. I think with Toronto also as an event, they, like Abaka and Marcus all are really good anchors. Like, they, I don't know. We don't have that. I feel like, no, you know? no, no, you don't have that. I see. Okay. So Tatum is the one that is, he obviously had the foul trouble early in this game. And I want to know what he's going to do when, you know, when he's again, going against the team that you're going to have to go through 
to get to the Bucks if you want to have a chance at playing in the finals. So and he's obviously been up and down throughout all this. Jalen Brown, I, I think we're seeing what have we seen so far from him? Yeah, he may have an off night or whatever, but he's gonna work through it. I think he's kind of found his stride and everything, and I trust that he's gonna stay on his course. When you talk about the anchors in the paint, every time with Kemba Walker, especially after the whole knee thing and everything, I always I always think back to that Clippers game in LA where he had so much trouble on the inside, and that was when he was healthy and feeling good and everything. You go against the Raptors now when they have their anchors and they have Pascal Siakam too. I just wonder what that's going to look like. But I haven't been overly pleased with how Marcus Smart has looked in all this. And then when with Hayward, where we see him have you know a, a pretty good game against the, the Heat, um, and he did well against the Blazers. Again, this against the Nets that doesn't mean shit. What is he going to look like against the Raptors, a legit team where you may need him to step up if Kemba's not on his game and if Tatum struggles? And then Smart just he I don't think he's looked that great. Uh, on either end of the floor you, so much you did you notice i and it could just be because the nets are a jv team did you notice that, like they go under screens when gordon has the ball did you notice that like i know no that, i like, didn't notice that i noticed that i mean he hit i think he you know they did it like three or four times and I, he only hit one of them mm -hmm. but they were good shots but I, and and uh scal had said something on the broadcast but i i was like yeah that's weird i don't know i don't know if it was just Again, JV team playing us. Cause I don't really – I'd have to go back and see the other games if they were doing that to him. But, like, it was like they were daring him to shoot. Like, you don't go I under see, a screen. I'd, want, I'd, I'd be curious who was it that was guarding him on those plays. Because if it was, like – if it was getting switched off um, – if it was Levert No, they weren't, they weren't that, switching. They weren't switching. Okay. So if it was – so if that's Levert defending him or if it's Luwalu Cabarro defending him, then I'd read into that. But if it's some of the other guys, maybe not as much. Because even though TLC played in the G League this year, he's a pretty good defender, and obviously Levert's yeah. a good defender too. Well, I, but you know, like my point is, if you're switching, yeah, you, I mean, you'd obviously go under the screen to switch with the guy, but they weren't they weren't going underneath to switch. They were trying to like go underneath and and get meet him on the other side. So, mm. which made me wonder. I'm like, do they do they just daring Gordon to shoot? Yeah, which I still which I still I still feel like he should be a better three point shooter than he is. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I just he just doesn't seem like he consistently shoots them. Now again, he doesn't get as many volume of shots, but yeah, I don't know. I just noticed that tonight, so I'd be curious going into Friday. Well, he he seems to pass up on him a lot too. It's like he there the opportunities are there, but again, that's yeah. Tyler, Tyler always says, which who was who couldn't stay up tonight to take his victory lap on Romeo Langford. Uh, but uh, he's yeah. he says all the time, Gordon makes a smart play. Well, sometimes that smart play is him pulling up from three. But that's an inter that's interesting. So we got to look for that in the Raptors game too, because I, well, I did not catch that. I mean, Gordon's definitely deferred to Tatum and Brown. I mean, obviously, is like he knows he's either he knows he's on their level, or I don't know what it is, but he obviously defers to them. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So. But still, that's that's an interesting thing that I did not catch. That's why we have you here, Matt. All right. Anything well, else on the JV Nets watch, before we go? I have to watch everything Gordon Hayward now because of my take on him. <laughs> All right, we will talk to you all again on Friday. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions, I'm just hoping for some. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.